Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Our gospel lesson comes from John chapter 20. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. And the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed. For as yet, they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they have taken away my Lord and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I have seen the Lord. These are Mary's first words to the disciples after she encounters the risen Christ. This is the very first Easter sermon. I have seen the Lord. Now, you know, and I know that at first, Mary didn't realize who she was encountering exactly what she was experiencing that first Easter. We meet her in a garden. She arrives in the dark early in the morning and she expects to find Jesus's body there in the tomb, expects to pray, to care for him, 
to engage in rituals of mourning. She shows up with eyes still red from days of tragedy and tears, inexplicable loss. Yet she still puts one foot in front of the other and shows up for Jesus, even in his death. Her eyes are so blurry that at first she doesn't trust what she's seeing. She expects to find a body there wrapped in clothes, but there's not one. The tomb is empty and the grave clothes, they are folded up by the entrance. She's got to tell somebody. So she finds Peter and the beloved disciple. They don't believe her. They have to see for themselves. So they come running. The beloved disciple believes but he says nothing. We don't know what Peter thinks. We do know that both of them run back to their homes. Mary though, Mary sticks around. She demands answers. She's weeping, she's mourning. She's determined to find his body and bring it back to its rightful resting place. She assumes it's been stolen. Well, here we find ourselves friends on this Easter morning, 2000 years later, and there are signs of spring breaking all around us. From the greening of the trees to the symphony of the flowers that are bursting out in vibrant colors right now. First, we saw the Bradford pears and cherry blossoms. Now we've got dogwoods and azaleas blooming. Our eyes are still blurry from a year like no other. We are carrying losses big and small in our hearts, mourning the deaths of loved ones from COVID and other illnesses. The layers of grief mean that we couldn't be together in final days, many of us, or share in communal rituals. We've had the loss of communal life as we've known it, as a society, as a church, the loss of everyday routines and rituals that now have been true for over a year and they have got a lasting effect. And yet here we find ourselves on Easter, signs of spring and new life around us, showing up, putting one foot in front of the other, looking for Jesus. And we hear this day Mary say these life-saving, world-changing words, I have seen the Lord. Now, before Mary proclaims this good news, tells the greatest story the world has ever known, she's got a little discovery of herself to do. So Mary, beneath her tears, asks two angels if they know the whereabouts of the body that was in that tomb. They say, why are you weeping? As if crying is somehow out of the ordinary at a graveside. Then she turns around, not getting the answer she wants. She sees a man she supposes to be the gardener. And again, she's asked, woman, why are you weeping? Mary begs and pleads. She even accuses this man saying desperately, sir, if you are the one who has carried the body away, just tell me where you have laid him. I will take him. Please help me. Just give me my Jesus back. Mary needs her savior. She looks up through those tear-soaked eyes with a worn-out body and soul. And then that man looks right in her eyes and says, Mary, Mary, my beloved child. And in that instant, she knows him in the saying of her name. She says his right back, Rabbi, 
Jesus, teacher. Her tears of mourning turn to tears of joy. Light breaks forth on this day. And she believes. Jesus says her name and she knows that he is risen from the dead. He's alive. And so is she. Free from tears and pain and mourning. Surprised by this good and extraordinary news that death is not the end. Now the scripture doesn't tell us what Mary does next, but we do know that Jesus says to her, Mary, don't cling to me. I imagine that as soon as she realized who it was, she embraced him. She did not want that moment to end. She was holding on to him literally for dear life. And yet Jesus says to Mary, don't cling to me. I didn't come back just for you, Mary, just to say your name. I came for the whole world. Now that you have seen me, you must go and tell others. Spread the good news. Go, Mary, and tell my story. So she does. With boldness and courage, probably still some confusion and bewilderment, belief and yet unbelief, but with joy in her heart, Mary finds those other disciples and she says, I have seen the risen Lord. So here we are all these years later. We are worshiping and we hear this good news from Mary. I have seen the Lord. On this day of resurrection, we look back on a tough year and reflect on all the ways that in the midst of so much suffering and loss, we have seen the risen Lord. We have witnessed joy in the face of pain, hope in the midst of despair, and we have seen life and life internal in the face of death. Friends, in a year when more children than ever have gone hungry in our country, we have seen restaurants and food pantries and volunteers step up and step in to feed others, believing that when we feed those who are hungry, we are feeding Jesus. Our church community has stepped up multiple times to donate food. Most recently in our Lenten food drive, we have 630 items of food that you have collected. These are items given to local food pantries right here in our community. Friends, we have seen the risen Lord. In a year when human connection has been cut off in all of our usual ways, I have witnessed you send cards, call, learn to Zoom and conference call, deliver food and Valentine's Lent and Advent bags, record yourselves for online worship, give generously, you have continued to pray and to give, adapt how small groups meet, have grace for one another, welcomed new people into the life of our church virtually. Friends, I have seen and experienced the risen Lord through you over this last year. Thanks be to God. And in a year when the death toll has tragically exceeded anything we could ever anticipate, anything we ever thought we could bear, that good news of the gospel, it has never wavered. 
Now God doesn't will excess deaths and the grief is real and it is painful. And yet because of Jesus Christ, we can cling to that truth that death is not the end. We show up for each other in the midst of grief in new ways. We trust that our loved ones, though gone too soon, are a part of that great cloud of witnesses surrounding us this very day. We have seen the risen Lord. If you're anything like me, maybe you can't always see the hope and the presence of Christ, the signs of life that make a way out of no way right there in the moment. It's often looking back that we can see the Spirit's movement and say, ah, yes, the Spirit of the Lord was surely in that place. But my hope and my prayer on this Easter Sunday is that we do everything in our power to see Jesus right in front of us, right now, right here. That we don't act like the beloved disciple, maybe we believe, but then we just keep it to ourselves that we don't just see something that may confuse us like Peter and then just run back to our homes. No, my hope is that all of us can commit to be like Mary, that we commit to look for Jesus until we find him. And then because of resurrection, we can really believe that that is him right there in front of us and believe that he is indeed calling each one of our names beloved children, but also that we believe he's not just for us and us alone. So friends, let us be like Mary. Let us not just cling to Jesus on our own, but begin to share what we have seen with boldness, with courage, probably still some confusion and bewilderment, belief and unbelief mingled together, but still with joy in our hearts. Let us go out declaring, I have seen the risen Lord. So that we shout alongside with Mary and 2,000 years of Christians who continue to tell this story. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.